We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, what's up? What's happening? Welcome to the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Ryan Roberts, Brian Driscoll here. We, we're hoping to have an incredible conversation. And we're still going to have a well, We're going to have an incredible conversation yes. today. It's just uh, About what we learned this spring. Because for people that have been living under a rock, we just had the Blue Gold game this past weekend. Big recruiting weekend as well. But we are kind of in the down slot of really developing an understanding for what we saw this spring. What are some things that we're really optimistic about what are some just uh, what are some things that we just want to kind of hit on a little bit as far as just some of our observations and then of course what are some so some of the areas of concern that we have things that still need to be answered this offseason but of course before we got started here in the show there was a little bit of breaking news so we we had the you know we're a couple minutes late here but we're getting in here because of course the news just broke via the twitter that quarterback tyler buckner notre dame quarterback has officially entered the transfer portal. How it was basically stated in his in his little message and his graphic on Twitter was that he is entering the portal and seeing what options are out there for him. So doesn't necessarily mean foregone that he is will no longer be with the program. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It, it, it was much different than most portal announcements. In most yep. portal announcements, I want to thank you for the time, but I'm out of here, basically. And, and Tyler didn't do that. His was... You know, after talking to Coach Freeman, obviously there's, you know, get to come back. And I could come back. And, I mean, for Notre Dame, it makes sense. You want Tyler Buckner back. You want Tyler Buckner part of your team because, number one, you you want to keep that competition role. And, yes, you anticipate Sam Hartman being the starter. We It was hilarious. I'll, I'll get into that later. But, anyway, you know, we've been saying yes. from the beginning, you're bringing in Sam Hartman to start, but Tyler Buckner's, you know, a play away from, from being the guy. I think Tyler Buckner's presence makes Sam Hartman better, which in turn makes the Notre Dame team better. If Sam Hartman does go down, then you step in Tyler Buckner and then you Tyler Buckner stays. He still has two years of eligibility left after this season where he could be the starting quarterback. And, you know, I'm surprised, but not surprised he left. I'm surprised from the standpoint of I had just convinced myself that, no, he was going to see it through. He's so close to graduating. There's no way Tyler, who I know values – academics a, a great deal is going to leave Notre Dame before getting his degree. Like I, there's just no way that's going to happen. That's what I told myself, but I'm also not surprised from the standpoint of, I did have some people tell me that he was going to jump in a portal. And I was just hoping that they were wrong, honestly, yeah. because I'd hope that he would stick it out. I'm just, I'm so tired of every kid that just doesn't win a job leaving. I, I, I just yeah. despise the transfer portal. It's not that I'm so much against the kids doing it, it's the system that we've created that allows them to do it. Yep. And, you know, just it, it frustrates me a great deal. It really does frustrate me a great deal. But this is Tyler's decision, and he's going to have to, you know, live with whatever that decision is. I don't anticipate him coming back, Ryan. I mean, yeah, I've heard a couple schools mentioned. Um, I, I, I would anticipate him looking, obviously, at the West Coast, but I think with his family situation, he doesn't have to only look at the, the West Coast. They can see him play anywhere. But, I mean, there's a there's a couple scenarios out West that could make some sense, Ryan, and I think those are – you know, I don't think Cal makes a lot of sense, UCLA. I'll tell you this. I was thinking about this because I, I was thinking last couple of days that if he, if he left, where would he look? Say, boy, if UCLA didn't get Dante Moore, that would have been the perfect place for him yeah. to go playing for yep. Chip Kelly. But obviously Dante Moore there, you know, he's not going to look at them and they're not going to look at him. Now USC doesn't have a need at quarterback. You know, Arizona State obviously is good. Uh Arizona, I, I believe Jaden Delorius back, correct? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know if that makes sense. Cameron Ward's back at Washington State, Michael Penix yep. at Washington. And then you kind of get into Oregon, Oregon State. They're both set. It comes down to really if he's going to look out west, it's either go smaller and go back home. And yeah. go to San Diego State, which I don't know if that makes a lot of sense for him. Or look at Stanford and Cal. Cal makes no sense. That's a bad roster. And I just don't know if that's a, a great ideal situation. And then Stanford with their new coach and, and would, the new he, offense he that they're bringing. interesting in Troy Taylor. He'd be interesting with yeah. Troy Taylor a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And and then also, you know, they've got quarterback problems at, at Sacramento. I mean, excuse me, Sacramento State. That's where Troy <laughs> Taylor came from. Uh, they've got they've got problems, at, you know, at, at 
at quarterback, in my opinion, for them. And so yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, that's an offense that 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 runs a lot. You know, it's it's an offense that that um I, I don't know that their quarterbacks ran a ton last year, Ryan. Actually, no, they did. They had two. The one kid ran a lot, the other kid didn't. A- Asher O'Hara, former middle Tennessee State kid, he ran a lot, and then the other kid was kind of an immobile guy. Dunaway was but, the yeah, drop back yeah. guy. Yeah, that's yeah. that's remember. But uh, you know, oh oh he's got that in the offense, but the quarterback wasn't the leading rusher. Uh, it's it's an offense that I think would fit Tyler's skill set really well. I think that would make a lot of sense to me. And then, of course, he can look at other conferences as well. There's going to be people bringing up Alabama and 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 because of Tommy Reese. I, I don't know that I see that one being an option. I think with with Ty Simpson and with Dylan Lonergan, who I really like. Um, Dylan, Ty Simpson's a, a nice he, – he's a good quarterback. I think he's a tad overrated, you know, from like being a borderline five-star, five-star for some people. But I think – you know, talking to some sources, I, I think that they love Dylan Lonergan as well. And I don't know if Tyler wants to go there and compete because he's not going to just be handed the job. You don't leave Notre Dame to go compete somewhere else. You're, right. you're going somewhere where you're going to be the guy. And in Alabama, he's not going to be handed that job at Alabama. He'd have to earn it. And that would make no sense for Tyler to do that. It would make zero sense for Tyler to do that. And you say, well, he knows the offense there. Yeah, I know he knows the offense there, but he's still going to have to compete. You're not going to hand him – if Notre Dame wasn't willing to hand Sam Hartman the job, who's far more accomplished than Tyler Buckner, that's not a shot at Tyler. It's just the reality. One kid's got three starts. The other guy's got like 40, some 40. 45 <laughs> starts, right? Yeah. Then then Alabama's certainly not going to hand Tyler Buckner. I mean, Alabama's a school where they made Mac Jones and Tua Tungvaloa sit on the bench, you know, for, for a, a, some time. They're not going to just hand Tyler Buckner the job. So I just, for Tyler, if I'm advising him, that wouldn't make a lot of sense to me. I don't care how much he may like Coach Reese or whatever. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to, for me. You know, there's some other schools he could go to. You know, it'd be hilarious as if he went to Wake Forest. Like, that would be absolute. Yeah. I don't see that being an option. But the reality <laughs> is, Ryan, I don't see him. I don't see this ending up with him coming back to Notre Dame. And sure. if I'm Notre Dame, the thing is, well, what do I got to tell this kid to cut him back? Other than just we love you and and we see a role for you and and you're going to be the guy for two years after this potentially, that's really it. You can't make him any promises for next year. That would be unfair to Sam Hartman. It'd be fun, unfair to 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 Sam because you I don't know that you can keep those promises. So I think it's more just about hey we love you and, and we think you have a bright future here. Stick it out, you know, learn, develop your game this season, and then you've got two years left to start. I mean that's the only pitch that they can give. And then if you're Tyler, you, you know, okay, what are your goals? Do you do you only want to be a quarterback for two more years and then go pro because of your injuries? If that's the goal, then okay, it would make sense to transfer. But if you're if you know if 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 not, then I I just don't I don't love the idea that of, of him leaving. But I we can talk about Ryan, you know, potential of him coming back. But I just I just think that's sort of a, right now as of right now a bit of a waste of our time to be completely honest with you. It is. I mean, the minute I saw it, Brian, I, I didn't even consider, honestly, that like he could come back. And I know the options are on the table, so it's something you have to at least talk about for a second. But I mean, my, my thought process on this is, I mean, quite simple, right? Anytime you have a quarterback battle and one is perceived to be behind the eight ball in that quarterback battle after a spring, I think that there's going to be some urge to making the move, right? So I, I understood it. In today's era, yes. Yes, I understood it, and I wasn't shocked by the move. I was just disappointed, you know? Like, I, I'm still very high on the talent that Tyler Buckner has, and I was kind of setting up in my mind, I'm like, if he really buys in, right? He buys in, backs up Sam Hartman for a year as a redshirt sophomore, 
then you're talking about two years, at least, well, at least one year of play of being the starter potentially at I mean, the University of Notre Dame, maybe two more years. I mean, I mean if possibly. he doesn't play well next year, then sure he could get beat out. But like CJ Carr's not coming in as a freshman, and and Kenny Minchie's not going to go into 2025 and supplant Tyler Buckner if Tyler Buckner's really good in 2024. That's yeah. just it just it's not going to work that way. But this is the decision he made. You know, I there's there's a lot of schools still looking for quarterbacks, Ryan. A lot of schools yes. looking for quarterbacks. I, I think they TCU always will be. Always TCU will be. still you know was was hot in the market. There's a lot of teams that were looking for quarterbacks in the transfer portal that are still looking. And and so um, we'll, we'll see kind of how it pans out. See how it plays out. But uh, I just I don't see him coming back to Notre Dame. So what does this mean for Notre Dame, Ryan? Let's let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. This is a blow. I don't care. Look, there's people that just don't like Tyler in the chat. I get it. Whatever. I don't really care to hear what you're having to say about that. It's not someone who who has questions about whether or not Tyler can be the guy. That's a different story. I mean, th- those sure. are valid questions. He's played, had three starts. He was okay in one, really good in another, even though he still threw a couple, you know, three picks in that game, but he was still really good. And then in the other third, the middle start, he was bad. So uh, there are legitimate questions about can Tyler be the guy? I have my opinion about it, but me saying, yes, Tyler Buckner can still be that dude is an opinion based on his talent, not based on what we've seen from him over the course of his career. That's fair. So if someone wants to say, Hey, I just like, like uh, there's a guy in the chat, Ant VR made a comment. He goes, I just don't see with Tyler. Like this is a guy that has more career interceptions than he has starts. And I'm like, that's fair. I mean, I, I don't agree with the take, but I think it's fair to have that concern about Ken Tyler be the guy. Sure. But I think what everyone should be able to agree on, and if you don't agree with this, then I think it's more of a personal issue that you have, is that Tyler Buckner being the next guy in line behind Sam Hartman is way better than any other option that they have right now at quarterback. And so in that regard, it's a blow. I mean, you just lost your starting quarterback last year in, in 2022 in the fourth quarter of the second game of the year, second game, right? We saw in 2015, the starting quarterback got hurt and went out for the year in the second game of the year. Again, second game of the year. So from 2015 to now, we have twice seen Notre Dame starting quarterback get hurt in the first, in the first two games of the year to season ending injury, right? Ian Book was the most durable quarterback that Notre Dame has had in a long time. And that's that to me is the biggest praise after Ian Book. He missed that one start his first year against Florida State. Remember, he had the broken ribs. After that, Ian Book, he answered the bell every week. That's an, a bit of an anomaly from previous starting quarterbacks. Because if you go back before Ian Book, Obviously, Deshaun Kaiser was the starter for a full year, but he got benched at one point in time because of his play and probably should have been benched a couple other times because of his play and attitude. If you look at before that, in 2015, Malik Zaire goes down in in game two for the year. In 2014, Everett Golson kind of gets benched because he doesn't, you know, he ends up not playing well down the stretch. 2013, if you remember, Tommy Reese gets knocked out of the USC game early and Sam and uh, Andrew Hendricks comes in and it's just like run the clock out. They went 14 to seven. 2012, Everett gets hurt against Stanford, and he misses the BYU game. And then in 2011, obviously, Dane Christ is the starter. You know, he ends up faltering. You bring in Tommy Reese. But then Tommy gets knocked out of the USC game, if you remember, and they had to bring Dane in. And then 2010, Dane gets knocked out of the Michigan game, and they have to play Nate Montana and true freshman Tommy Reese. Remember that? And yeah. then 
go to no fast forward to November against Tulsa and Dane gets knocked out for the year in the Tulsa game. Jimmy Clausen basically misses almost all the Purdue game. You have to bring him off the bench to rally the team late against Purdue in 09. Right. So we've been here before Yes, that, that, that we've seen a lot of this at Notre Dame last year, Bryce Young goes down and they have to play Jim Milrow for what, two games, right? Two games, Part yeah. of one yep. to replace him. And then I think he started the next. And then I think, you know, so, so we have seen this before whether it be injury or, or, or poor play. I'm not necessarily concerned about the poor play part with Sam Hartman. You're not going to bench Sam Hartman because he has a bad game. You say, hey, get back on the, get back on the horse and, and, and keep going. And so the, but the fact is injuries happen as football. Sam Hartman missed last year's opener because of a, a medical issue. Yeah. Who, who knows what's going to happen? So if you can't understand that this is a loss for Notre Dame, because even if you don't view Tyler as a starter, which is a fair a fair discussion to have, we can have that debate one of these days. But I I think to me it's it's a it's a it's a concern, it's a depth concern at that position because now you have Steve Angeli and Kenny Minchie. Yeah. I think the world of Kenny Minchie, but I I don't think he's ready to play. And guess what? Kenny Minchie missed like half of his senior season with a shoulder injury. Yeah. And Steve Angeli, who I mean, I, Steve Angeli, I don't believe has 3,000 career yards of high school football, passing in football, or passing yards in, in his high school football career. He's just, to me, not that guy. He's not that. And, and I think Steve Angeli could eventually be a really good backup quarterback, but not as a redshirt freshman, in my opinion. It's more junior, yeah. senior season. But now he's a play away from being the starter, unless Kenny Minchie, who's a true freshman, can beat him out. Maybe that happens, but... I, I I was hoping that Kenny Minchie wouldn't have to play this year. Now he's going to have to grow up really fast yes, and be has. ready to play. Yeah. And it's not an ideal scenario. So you're now going to have a battle for the backup quarterback job, in my opinion, in the, in the fall, in the summer and fall. And so it puts Notre Dame in a, in a tough spot to where if Sam Hartman stays healthy, they're fine. Although yeah. again, I would argue that having Tyler Buckner helps Sam Hartman, but as long as he's healthy, you're fine. But if he goes down, it's going to be a really, fingers crossed every time Sam Hartman gets hit basically is like, Oh gosh, every time he gets sacked, I'm like, Oh, please get up. And that's pretty (laughs) much where I'm going to be with that. So, I mean, that that's where it impacts Notre Dame. Ryan is that right there is there's a chance that this move could not mean a thing to Notre Dame. They could end up being totally fine because Sam stays healthy and he is who we think he is. Sure. But if he goes down, then this wrecks could, could potentially wreck. Notre Dame season to a degree. Now, are they going to be a bad team? No, because I think they're better equipped everywhere else to carry the quarterback more than they were last year. Sure. With the roster and, and different things that they can do. An RPO offense can better protect the quarterback. They've got the run game should still be pretty darn good. All those type of things. But it, it, to me, it eliminates your national championship hopes. Your playoff hopes is, is what it eliminates. If Sam Hartman goes down either in a key game or early in the season for, or, or at any point for an extended period of time, that's where I think this hurts Notre Dame quite a bit. Well, and I think that there's two layers to this, obviously, right? Like I hit on a little bit that I was hopeful that you buy in and then maybe eventually you're the starting quarterback in 2024 and beyond, right? Like that's my, that was my hope for a guy like Tyler Buckner because he's dynamic. He's a, he's a talented kid who has a full-time quarterback coach now or did have a full-time quarterback coach in Gino Caduli. You're excited about the potential of him developing under him. At least you were. But Brian, I think that the immediacy is more of the issue. And I think that you coined that perfectly. It's, this is in most cases, right? College and NFL. I think this is a little bit of a similar pathway 
you don't necessarily need a guy that is a, a a difference maker as a backup quarterback, but what you do need is a little bit of a known commodity, right? Like you want to know what you have behind you in case the bad happens, right? In case an injury happens, in case a guy gets you know knocked out of a football game and the guy has to finish or got knocked out of a couple of weeks or a season and an injury, God forbid. With Tyler Buckner, I know the last time I saw Tyler Buckner play, he beat an SEC team and he had five touchdowns. Like that's a more of a known commodity. I, I still don't think he's fully known because he still has a lot of development to go to. But right now where you are in this roster is you have Kenny Minchie as a true freshman. You have Steve Angeli as a retro freshman. We know last year, we were hoping that there would be a couple games last year in blow-up fashion that maybe Steve Angeli would get a little bit of game time, right? Get to throw the ball around a little bit. That never happens. So right now, your backup quarterback option, barring some roster movement in this offseason, I don't know if that's going to be a conversation piece at all, is you have a you have a quarterback room outside of Sam Hartman that has never thrown a pass on the college level. That is a fact, right? So there is an unknown commodity behind Sam Hartman right now. Now. You know who else had no career passing attempts going into his second year, and he was phenomenal, was Bryce Young. Well, no, Bryce Young played, but C.J. Stroud. Yeah. But Steve Angeli is not is not C.J. Stroud, yes. right? That That's the thing. Is is I know some people think he's a great quarterback, and I hope that they're right. I hope the people think Steve Angeli is that dude are right, because I don't think that he is. I think he's a good backup quarterback. That's what I think that he is. Yeah. But – it's not so much the lack of the lack of experience is problematic, Ryan, unless yes. you're a dude. Yep. And 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 that he's not that, in my opinion. And Kenny Minchie's a guy that that I like a lot, but he's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not Jalen Hurts as a player where he can come in and 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 play as a freshman and and be fine. Maybe he can, but I'm I hope that he doesn't have to be in that situation. And 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 I'm as high on Kenny Minchie as just about anybody. But he was not a guy that I that I saw as, hey, can he come in? Pardon me, play right away. That's not what I saw from him. I also think it's hilarious that some of the people that have just done nothing but complain about how Sam needs to be the guy and Tyler's not good and all that are are the same ones complaining about him leaving now, Tyler Buckner leaving now. I just that's don't find that. It, it, it always happens hilarious. that way, man. It's just very uh very conflicting yeah. viewpoints yeah. sometimes. I, but yeah. I do want to I, I do want to end this segment with this part, Ryan. Because we sure. could talk for an hour about Buckner the way you and I are when we get to talking. And and I think we've yeah. kind of covered it. This was a problem for Notre Dame depth-wise. And, and you know, I still like Tyler as a young man. I wish him the best. I just wish he would have stuck it out. So, I, I you know, I have no shots for him. I, I think it was a, a bad decision. But I have no disrespect for him personally or ill will towards him personally. I just wish he would have stuck it, stayed through. Kate, Katie Kievers has an interesting com, comment that I want to – end it with Ryan because one of the yes. things Tyler Buckner said was after talking with coach Freeman it's good to know that I have the option to return and Katie Kiever said hey Brian how do you feel about Freeman leaving the door open for him to return and then she follows up with seems like it can get it set a ten- dangerous precedent are you committed to this team or not and I, I actually agree with Katie here I do too. I-, I understand yeah. why Notre Dame is doing that because Marcus Freeman and this staff are very well aware of everything that we just said Yes. Everything that we just said. And if they had confidence that Steve Angeli was ready to slide into that spot right now and be that dude, they would not be leaving this door open for Tyler Buckner. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. There have been some other players, like Lorenzo Styles, for example, that said, I want to leave. And the staff was like, okay, good luck. 
And you know what I mean? And this is a different deal. And it's not because they love Tyler. It's, I mean, that's obviously if the kid had a crap attitude and you didn't like him personally, you wouldn't leave the door for him to come back. So I think number one, what this says to me is number one, that Tyler has done everything right. He has had the right attitude. He has competed. He is a good teammate. And that's, it, it says that number one, but number two, I think it speaks volumes about their concerns about the depth chart and the readiness of what's behind him, of what's behind Sam Hartman. Having said that, I do think there's a lot of merit to what to what Katie said, Ryan, which is you're going to let him explore. If he doesn't like it, he's going to come back. Like what message does that send? If you jump in the portal, best of luck to you, right? When you make that decision, best of luck to you because you're telling us that you don't want to be here. Yes. I, I, I would, if I was, a, it, I don't care who, what, who you are. My personal stance would be as a head coach. Once you make the decision to, to go in the portal, understand that you've made the decision to leave this football program. That's, and, that's, that's how it, I would view it because I think you set that precedent of, Oh, now sudden, well, well, will you let Tyler do it? Why can't I do it? Why can't I right. jump in and see what's out there for me? And, and decide, ah, you know, I didn't like those options better. I'm going to come back now. I don't right. know if that's necessarily the uh, the story that I would want to be telling. Well, I mean, Katie, it's a great point and great question, too, because full, full transparency, you pull down the, the curtain a little bit. Brian, right before we started the show, I said, if I was the coach, I don't know if I would take him back. And that's just yeah. my opinion because, like you said, you love Tyler. Sure, he's a great kid. All, But to your point – there is a precedence that is set that if you say, yeah, you can come back, and then he actually decides to come back, what's stopping player X, player Y from doing the exact same thing and the thinking that they can do that constantly? Like, there is a precedence that is set. I, I, I just think that that's a slippery slope. Yeah. I think it's a really slippery slope. But I slope. think the precedent has already been set whether he comes back or not. A little bit, yeah. And that's my wrong. concern. Like, I would have said, hey, man, what I would have asked Tyler to do is not to say it publicly. Yeah, keep it behind closed doors. Yes, keep it behind yeah. closed doors. And then yeah. say, and then say, hey man, look, just tell people you had to change a heart and you want to come back and that we'll embrace you with open yeah. arms. Like, and I know and someone just said that, and I just if I can, I would just love to pull this comment up because I just want to point something that I think is drastically different. Because Garen Nutson said in real life corporate America, people look at different jobs all the time. While currently employed, yes, Garen, I, yes, you're right. America. They do. This is a football and, team. And also, Brian, you employ me. If is it okay if I tell you, hey man, I'm going to look at other jobs, no. and while you still employ uh, me, like, is I'm that gonna, okay? I'm going like, to call that's... Irish Illustrated and see what's going on, yeah. or I'm going to call, right. you know, the NFL, you know, some NFL draft, something like that, and and say, hey, I'm going to go talk to them about a job. I'd be like, all right, man, good luck to you. Exactly. Um, yeah, you're so not you just know, gonna be like, yeah, I, you better get. I, that's one thing. Brian, uh, that was it. Charlie Weiss said that, or was it Brian? It was Brian Kelly, I think, that also Brian Kelly said that. Charlie Weiss said yeah. about recruits, but Brian Kelly said that if you go interview for a lateral move, you know, you, now, now, Ryan, here, here's the thing. Like, if you were to come yeah. to me and say, "Hey, Brian, I have an opportunity. Uh, this network reached out to run my own site." Right. That would be different because you and I have talked about this when you when I hired you that you know your asp- your goals aren't in twenty years to be my, my partner in crime on this site. You, you have aspirations that I'm, we're working together to build you to someday. And if you end up staying here forever, great. But if not, I understand that. And if those opportunities come, then that's mission accomplished. That's a positive. That's different than this. 
right? This is like, to me, this is like if a guy wants to test the NFL draft waters and come back, totally fine with that. That's a different sure. deal. That's yeah. a promotion. This is more of a, uh, you know, uh, this is more of a, I mean, the example that I would use is more of where I'm dating someone and I just, you know, I like you and, and we're good, but I just want to go sleep around a little bit and just see, you know, what else is out there and see if there's anything else I like. And if it, if there's nothing better, I'll come back. Right. I know what my wife would have done if I did that when we were dating. <laughs> I, yes. I I wouldn't be married to her right now. I'll right. just tell you exactly. that right now. You know what I mean? And and vice versa. So uh, yeah, I, I understand where, where he's coming from. But again, A, this isn't corporate America. You know what else can happen in corporate America? You can fire people. Exactly. Right? If yeah. you don't like what they're doing, you can just fire them. You and, know? and I have no problem with Tyler making this decision. It's his None. decision. No, Just talk None. about the decision that he made. That's I all. personally don't. I would not have advised him to make the decision. But that's what you do. It's like with anything, right? My, there's times where my dad has advised me on things. And I make a different decision than what he advised. And he still loves me and respects me and has my back. He just thinks that I should have gone a different way. That's part of caring about somebody. Right. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I, I think he's a bad kid. I think that he's a big idiot. He's, he's dumb. I don't think any of those things. I, I, I think the best thing for Tyler would have been to stay. He sees it. Otherwise he's a grown up now. I think Tyler's 21 now. Right. So this is a, he's making a grown up decision. And I and, and and I and I want nothing but the best for him as a, as, yes. a, as a person. He's actually only 20. He's still only 20. He'll turn 21 in November. So he's actually younger than I thought he was. But point is, Ryan. It's not about personal like or dislike. It's about I have a program to run and I have a precedent that I make. He need to make sure it doesn't get set. Yeah. And that's my issue. And once it's announced that he even has the option of coming back, what's to stop some other starter or number two guy? What's to stop the, you know, a, a running back, right? I'll just say it. What's to stop, hypothetically speaking, since he's talked a lot about, or there's been rumors about him trans in the past. What if Logan Diggs decides, hey, I want to put my name in the portal now, see mm-hmm. what's out there, and if there's not a promising a, pro- a promise of a starting job, I'll go back to Notre Dame, right? Right. It's a lot easier to do that now, knowing that Notre Dame has set this precedent for you to come back. And then if you tell him, no, you can't do that. He's going to be like, well, hold on a second. You you let Tyler Buckner do that. Why can't I do that? And now it starts creating some of those issues. So that, that's, you know, my, that's my only, that's the only problem I have with all of this, Ryan. Yeah, I don't have a problem yeah. with Tyler doing what he's going to do. I don't agree with it, but it's, it's cool. Yeah, uh, I, I respect it. I I respect Marcus Freeman for being willing to work with Tyler in this regard, I'm just concerned of what this decision might do from a precedent standpoint. That's yes. my only problem with this whole thing, to be completely honest. I, I, 100%. I think from a personal decision perspective, it's Tyler's decision to make. I hope I hope he goes wherever he goes and he kills it, man. Like I hope he does yeah. tremendous. Like I've, I have no issue with Tyler whatsoever. To your point, I think there's a precedence issue. And then when we talk about the immediacy of this roster – you start to get a little hairy and it starts to get some question marks, obviously with the back of quarterback position. So that's the only, you know, that's, that's yeah. the talking point for me, you know, is that it does hurt your roster immediately. Yes. Obviously. I, I want to, I want to bring up one thing, Ryan, yes. that, that, that was also mentioned during, that was also asked. And we'll, we'll kind of close the book on the Tyler Buckner quarterback thing. Yep. David Lowe asked, Brian, do you think the staff takes two quarterbacks in this class now? It's a good question. And, and I don't that's know the answer question. to that right now. Uh, and and there's two there's two ways they could go. Number one is you go to the portal again next year, 
that's on the table. Now, the question about whether, I mean, going to the portal next year, Ryan, right now is on the table. The question is twofold. What are you going to the portal for? Right. What time? Are you going to yeah. the portal for a starter because, you know, Kenny and Steve aren't ready? Or right. are you going to the portal for more of what UCLA did, which is an insurance policy in case my young guy's not ready? College Lee. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, yep. that kind of guy, you know, maybe a guy that understands he's not an NFL quarterback, wants to get into coaching, wants to get his master's degree. There's guys out there like that. You can go get some kid who's an Ivy League kid potentially and say, hey, look, man, you're a good or, football player. You can get out of some games. We're, we want to bring you in as you know a depth guy. We need leadership. We need some right. experience in the room. Because this is the other thing, too, is if Sam Hartman stays healthy this year, you're going to have very little on leadership experience at quarterback prove it. Like as far as being in, in front of the room, you bring in a veteran. Hey, look between CJ and, and Kenny and Steve, those guys are probably going to be our starters. We, we love their ability, but we want to bring in, case, in a veteran yeah. just to stabilize things. And just, just in case, or yeah. is it, Hey, we're looking for another Sam Hartman next year because right. those guys aren't ready. Sure. And we don't want to throw, put that much pressure on CJ Carr as a true freshman. Uh, and then essentially what that would then turn into is, okay, CJ is going to end up being the guy. This is his bridge year to learn under the, the, the guy we brought in. Yep. And then, and then you move on. So the other option is obviously bringing in two high school kids. Now this is an interesting one because what you're not going to do is go out there and try to get a top 150 player. In my opinion, yeah. what I think you need to do is you need to sit down with CJ Carr and say, Hey, listen, here's the deal we don't want to have to bring in another transfer guy a year from now. You're still our future. We still, you're still our guy, yep. but we're going to go out and try to get another quarterback, a kid that's got some ability, a kid that's going to come in, be a little bit of a, a project type of yes. kids. Yes. And, and, you know, or, or, or a solid kid, just a, a good steady player. And that kid's going to understand that, look, this is what your role is. You're coming to Notre Dame to, yes, you're going to get a chance to compete because everyone gets a chance to compete. And if that kid, you know, it's like the Redskins did not draft Gus Farratt to beat out Heath Shuler. Yeah. It ended up happening. They brought him, they needed depth. They brought him in to be a depth guy. It ended up well, working out that way, but that's not the intention behind it. As well, long the, as you're the Redskins also didn't draft Kirk Cousins necessarily to be the starter of RG3, but the same correct. thing happened in the same correct. draft. That's year. a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if I, yeah. So, I mean, I, and I believe, heck, the Redskins, I believe, signed Doug Williams to be the backup to Jay Schrader. And Jay Schrader got hurt, if I remember correctly, back in, was it 87? I, I could be a yeah. little off on that. It's been a long time ago. I was nine, but I believe that to be the case. The, the point being, as long as you're honest with CJ before you do it, I think CJ will completely understand and probably help you get that kid. Yeah. Knowing, see, knowing CJ. I personally would rather go that route because here's the problem. If you bring in a portal kid a year from now, then those kids know whoever's not the starter knows that I'm now buried because the backup, this guy came in to at least be number two. Sure. And and now all of a sudden, okay, so you bring in a portal kid and you got CJ, but then what Steve and Kenny leave. And now you're, you're, you're in this, this cycle, this you're, yeah. you, you know, or I would say, Hey, stop the bleeding with, a second quarterback in 24 and sit down with CJ, let him know, and then ask him for help. Who have you worked out with? Who have you been in a a camp with that you think would want to come play with you? 
CJ on seven on seven and all. I mean, I guarantee you CJ has a couple kids in mind. Hey coach, I know this guy, we worked out 11 on 11. He's a great guy. You know, I, he's getting looked at by some Mac schools right now, but a you know, kid might jump at a chance to get another name education. There are kids out there like that. hundred percent. And, and so I would rather go get a kid like that, maybe a Sunbelt caliber kid. Cause those kids sometimes pan out to be pretty flipping good too. Right. There's a lot of power five teams trying to get Sunbelt kids and, Mountain West kids and Conference USA kids and Mac kids to transfer to their schools because those kids turned out to be pretty good football players. So uh, that's where that personally, David, that's the route I would go. But you, if you're going to do that, you have to do it right. And you're not like, hey, let's bring in Julian Sayan also, right? It's not that. Right. It's it's a different direction in my opinion, <laughs> and so uh, it's going to require upfront honesty. And then I, I seriously think this the strategic way to do this is to ask CJ for help. Who do you think? Who have you come across that? And then I'd say, Hey, look, here's, here's three kids that we like. We want you to get to know this kid. And you let us know if you think he's got the attitude that it takes to, to come here and compete and, 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 and know that even if he doesn't get it, he's going to stick it out. And then that's what you do. In my opinion, that's the route I would go personally to fill this void. Ryan, Thoughts on that. As we wrap this thing up. I mean, it's interesting. I know there's, I mean, I can think of a couple names just off the top of my head or that I would, you know, that qualify as kind of high upside quarterbacks in 2024 that, again, it's not a foregone conclusion that they are that type of guy. But, I mean, to your point, Brian, it's like you see kids pop up every year, man. I mean, Georgia State has a quarterback right now named Darren Granger who was like a Furman kid originally. Like he's a 6'3 toolsy kid, you know. It's just like a kid like that is is very interesting. I think regardless of what route you go – and I believe you agree with this. Please tell me if you don't. But there needs to be a obviously a, a deep conversation on the staff about what your trajectory is here, right? What your plan is, and you need to be consistent with it. Because I think if you start dipping your toes into every market and it's kind of a muddled conversation or a, a what you're trying to accomplish, I think that that's where people could start questioning decisions, right? It's like. CJ's, you know, like if you talk to CJ Carr, for instance, and you just kind of say like, oh, no, we're not we're not going to recruit another quarterback. And then there's whispers out there as quarterbacks like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I've been talking to Notre Dame recently. It's like you're not being honest about that, friend. Like there's not honesty. So I think that the staff just needs to be able to sit down and really understand what's the next step, right? Is there an immediate fix that we can get? Is this a we'll figure this out before the 2024 season? Is this a transfer route? Is this a high school route? Regardless of what decision is, because I think that both sides have merit to it, the staff has to be on the same page, and everyone in the program needs all quarterbacks. I'm talking about mostly need to understand what are you trying to accomplish moving forward now? Because I just don't think that you can mix the markets because that's just going to make people not trust the vision. If that makes sense, agree, agree. Uh, you and I are going to have a fun conversation after the show is over about teams looking for a quarterback because there's some teams looking for quarterbacks that took transfer portal guys that aren't panning out yes <laughs> florida <clears throat> excuse me um <laughs> oh and, the grand uh, the grand mirth slander yeah, the podcast, yeah. Man. and uh i i think wisconsin is is gonna is is gonna regret thinking dan or mordecai is that guy as well oh man he looked bad in the spring game yeah. I saw some well, of shocker game. i know i, I know like, it was raining and everything but like but was, yeah, but this is what like, i said when they got him i was like this kid looked good in the aac but look what happened every time he played a power five team Right. Yeah. And he's just, no, he's not that guy. So the, 
that that's it. So that's going to do it for this part. We're going to we're going to dive into our normal show next. But obviously, before we do, y'all y'all know what to do. Uh, do us a favor and and um, hit that like button for us. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast and make sure you stay tuned in to what we have next on the Irish Breakdown Podcast. <laughs> This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.